swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's, down to Ricky's place Hello and welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty here with an old friend and guest, Mario Soto. Mario, how's it going? It's going great. Awesome to be here again. Thank you for inviting me, Jerry. Glad you are here. And we have a special guest, a smart guy. We get lots of smart people. And we have a, a, a chess expert, Jay Stallings. Jay, thank you for being with us. Hey, Jerry, Mario. It's great to be here. Uh, fun night. Wow. It is. We have we have beverages, so cheers. Yeah, cheers, guys. Love here. There we go. Oh, there we go. Okay, so we are are drinking and talking about chess. That's a great great thing to do. And uh, Jay, you you have a chess academy, right? For for kids. That's right. Tell yeah. everybody about that. That's, that's so amazing. yeah, Jerry. I mean, I uh, my wife um, years ago we we uh, we saw the movie Searching for Bobby Fischer. Uh, it's a fall fall ninety three, and right. my wife said. Now that is gonna that's gonna make people want their kids to learn to play chess. So you should start teaching some chess because you were a child star and you like to to coach soccer and stuff like that. So I said, Yeah, okay, I'll do it and so um, that was twenty three years ago. And wow. uh, yeah, so coming up on twenty four and, and I've taught probably about thirty seven thousand kids 37, how to play chess. That is amazing. Well, that must be a very big classroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember all their names. Okay, maybe not all their names. <laughs> and it is it is interesting. And the the um, you mentioned searching for Bobby Fisher. I actually am old enough to remember when the whole Bobby Fisher Spassky thing happened. I think I was like ten. But chess really became something. It became oh yeah. People were 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 really interested. And then it kind of faded out quickly after that. But Yeah, they called it the Fisher Boom. Yeah, oh, yeah. And so the United States Chess Federation had this huge surge in memberships. Suddenly everybody wanted to play chess. You know, it wasn't just this old game um, for old guys, retirees sitting around. You know, right. Or, or you, know, you either had to be a retiree or a Russian, it seemed, you know, to, <laughs> to play chess. And, and after searching for Bobby Fischer, I mean, after um, the Fischer-Spassky match in 1972. Right. Then, I mean, it was a lot of pride. You know, we're beating the Russians and that kind of thing. So everybody said, oh, okay, I want to do this. Yeah. And why were the Russians so good? I mean, they, they why did they? The Vodvenic they... School. So, so in Russia... Um, they had a whole system in which if you lived in a, a small town, a kid, if you're a kid in a small town and you're the best in your school, then you're going to get moved to a different school where the kids are a little bit better chess players. Uh -huh. And then if you're the best there, eventually you're getting moved all the way to Moscow where you're going to be in the best chess schools. Wow. And um, they'll study chess throughout the day. And at night they're responsible themselves, the kids, for doing their math and and um, you know arithmetic and science and reading and stuff like that. They'll do that yeah. at home and do chess all during the day. Wow, interesting. And I know I know uh, that uh, when Bobby Fischer went there, he was very critical of the Russians. He said they were playing uh, team chess, where they would they would team up against him to because they they, were, they knew who he was, and so they'd uh, they'd they'd arrange the tournaments so that they could uh, exactly yeah, team they up were, on him. They were taking draws. 
um, you know, against each other when they benefited, and then and then making him every time they sat down to play him, they had plenty of energy from drawing each other and they, these long drawn out battles. Yeah. Um, and you know, and and chess, you know, playing a tournament game in chess is like taking the SAT, and it just wears you out. Yeah. How, how long does a chess match go for when you're in? I'd say the typical tournament game is about four and a half hours. Four and a half hours but, for one game. Yes, but they definitely can go longer than that. Um, and, and a tournament is how many games would you play in a tournament? Yeah, that could vary. Um, but at the highest levels, um, they're probably not going to have a tournament that's less than, say, eight games or so. And, so it's like and eight so, days of that. Yeah, you've got eight days. You might have one rest day in the middle of that. Um, some tournaments are 12 games. Some are 16. Whoa. And even there's been a couple tournaments that were were uh, 20 and 24 games long. So that yeah, is inc- intense. incredible. That is super intense. And and uh, we have to stop for a commercial. But when we come back, I want to hear about you as a chess player, how you you made it through those <laughs> things and, and, and what goes through people's minds when they're doing those kind of tournaments. When we return here at Rick's. Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. We are back at Rick's Martini Bar. Jerry McCarty and Mario Soto. And we are talking to the great Jay Stallings about <laughs> chess. And when, when did you play tournament chess? So uh, I learned to play when I was five. I started playing in tournaments when I was uh, nine. That's incredible. And um, Yeah, and, and uh, pretty soon um, I was uh, nationally ranked for my age in the country because wow. my dad just beat me over and over again. He was, <laughs> he was Florida State champ in, in 1963, Charles Stallings, and he, he beat me over and over again, and I mean thousands of times. And finally, I was able to crack through after years, and and wow. uh, and so by that time, I'd go and play against kids, and they were easy pickings, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and adults, uh, adults were getting easier and easier all the time. And, and people fade, right? It's like what's the peak age for a for it, a chess know, player? Like thirty five. You know, Thirty-five, then it starts dropping, right? Yeah, that's what they say. Although I'm still I, talking chess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still just wondering. Chess. <laughs> that's funny. So, so, so it's uh, it's thirty-five, and then and then what goes at a chess player? What is it? Your mind, your attention, your yeah. I mean, it's stamina, all, all of the above. I mean, definitely, yeah, definitely the stamina, your focus. The focus is is big. You lose that that ability to focus and and calculate. The creativity is important. Um, my my best tournament I had actually when I was forty three, um, wow. fifty one now. So my best tournament I was forty three, but I exercised for it. I worked, <laughs> really, I worked out a ton. You um, sat down for like eight hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, all the all the top all the top chess players are um, have personal trainers these days. And really, like that. and I hiked Mount Whitney with my family. Wow, came down on um, on a Thursday. Um, and then on Friday we we got back to town, had a massage, started the tournament, and just was full of energy. Really, and, and that's what you need. You sit down at a chessboard, you have to be looking at all the different possibilities. Right, right, way. right. Wow, that is yeah. that is just incredible. And I, I have this question I want to ask you, and don't take it the wrong way or anything like that, but. You know, I always see the pictures of like in New York City, uh, it's Washington Square where all right. the people play. And when I go to Hawaii, there's like all these like 
disheveled people playing chess on by the beach, like in a public parks and and. When you got nothing else, you still have chess. So, <laughs> is that what know, it is? Really? I mean, I mean, chess is a cheap thing, but uh, but you know, I'd like to think that because they're um, down on their luck and they don't have many funds, that they choose chess, not that I mean, they chose a, chess and that made them down on their no, luck. No, yeah, but it's a good choice. I mean, really, it's a it's it's a a pretty good choice of what to do if you're going to be down there. I mean, it's, you wouldn't think of it. It's like a, you know. Keep really poor chart. people and really rich people play oh, yeah. play chess, right? It's yeah. it's really it's great to see you go to national like the national scholastic championships and you see these kids from the inner city, and yeah. and you know hey they got nothing to lose and and they're battling it out. Um, you know chess is inexpensive. It's not hockey. You know you're right. not having to pay for all this equipment and and you don't have to have a tennis court. You just have to have a a table and a chess set and. And boom, you've got you've got everything. See, I trainer and a masseuse apparently. Right? <laughs> trainer and a masseuse. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't hurt. The um, uh, but you know, poker on TV became a huge thing when they developed that poker cam. You know, that uh-huh. little cam that was built in. <laughs> so we got to figure out something like that for chess to make chess, but interesting for television. So well, I'm not sure know, what they're will be. they're uh, they're getting more and more into chess commentating. Um, Maurice Ashley is the premier commentator, is a grandmaster, and it works out of the St. Louis Chess Center, um, which is like Disneyland for chess players in, in St. Louis, if you can ever make it there. But they have a whole broadcast team um, finan- financed by the Singfields, uh, Rex and Jeannie Singfield, who are billionaires and, and, and very generous um, with the, the funding in St. Louis. And and so uh, so a lot of people watch that. I mean, today I was watching chess commentary this morning. Oh, really? I was. I was watching uh, a couple different things. I watched the World Cup going on, and then I watched the Isle of Man tournament um, that's that's going on. And where, uh, where, where was that broadcast on? Where did you see uh, that? I watched on Chess24 and Chess.com. Oh, on, on the Internet. On the, on internet. the internet. Yes, yeah. It okay. wasn't on CBS, but... Uh, All right. Yeah, right, that's right. true. Oh, interesting. That's... Because uh, I, I actually... That was... Because uh, I never see it, and I, that's... I should have re- known you, that. You that have to search it out. Yeah. you got to search it out on the Internet. But it is cool that they, they, they broadcast it. So I'm glad about that, because I, uh, I feel like they're missing out on something. Um, <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Chess movies. I want to talk oh, about this, yeah. and Mario and I were nice. talking about it. And you mentioned searching for Bobby Fischer, and and there actually have been a lot of actors that are really good at chess. Well, do you have a rating, by the way? I do. I'm, I'm a 2075. Well, that's about very right, good, right there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because I, um, if you do a Google search and you just say, you know, celebrity uh, chess ratings, it, it's interesting because Nicolas Cage is a chess. Right. Player and and uh, I think Humphrey Bogart was like a nineteen hundred. Yeah, he was pretty good. And uh, and uh, I think Morgan Freeman's like a twelve hundred or something uh-huh. like that. And uh, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger's plays. Yeah, Schwarzenegger's a, he's a good player. As a matter of fact, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but when he was filming Terminator, I think it's two with uh, Claire Danes. Yeah. yeah I didn't, so when he, when uh, they were filming that, he had set up a chair. Um, that said there was two chairs and a chessboard, and one of the chairs said winner on the back of it, and then the other said loser. And he would sit in the winner chair and make people sit in the, in the loser chair, and Claire Danes was terrified. <laughs> and so her agent called me and said, I need lessons. Wow. And she didn't tell me who it was for. She said, I, I'm going to be discreet here. And um, I said, well, I, I really don't have time. I sent one of my chess coaches, Coach Michael, and he went. 
um, and uh, to this address, and and the girl that answered the door was Claire Dane. Wow! And uh, he taught her several lessons just in case she got roped into playing <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's incredible. But I would imagine on a movie set you've got time and you're waiting for oh, yeah, yeah. shooting, and that's like a good way to to spend it is to uh, is to play chess. Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> We've got another commercial, and when we come back, Mario is going to find out more from Jay about the uh, Chess Academy, because I'm interested in that. When we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Play, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. So we're back here. Um, um, this is not Jerry, but Jerry is sitting here enjoying a martini. So uh, I'm going to – this is Mario. And I uh, want to ask a question of my good pal, Coach Jay. And, and uh, <clears throat> full disclosure, I've known Jay for 20-something years. Yeah, a long time. And uh, he's he's an amazing guy. Um, he's taught you never beat him. Oh, I, I, won't, I will not play him. Would, <laughs> would, would, would you want to play Michael <laughs> Jordan of one-on-one basketball? So, no, I, I, I don't even want to play him. You're, but too no, I've, You're too kind. I've known him a lot of years, and uh, I, I know how, how amazing he is as a, a chess player and a chess teacher, more importantly. So that's what we're talking about. And I, I, I know a lot about his organizations that we're teaching, like California Youth Chess League. And uh, recently he's become a, be, began a new venture which, according to his T-shirt, his, his <laughs> no, it's actually a button-down shirt, Ch- uh, Coach Jay's Chess Academy. And this is fairly new to me, so uh, I'd like to ask you a little bit about it. Can you uh, explain to our wonderful listeners? Thanks, Mario. So about three years ago, um, I, uh, I launched a chess app, uh, Coach Jay's Chess Academy, and it captured all my curriculum and, and a fun way for kids, uh, beginner kids, designed it them. And um, it had a nice life. It um, had about 100,000 downloads. It's still on Android. It's not on App Store anymore, but it's still on Android. But what happened was a, a funny thing. After it came out, I'd go to Nationals and, and uh, see all these different chess coaches and kids there, and people started asking me, hey, what about in printed form? Because we go to the school, we want to have it in printed form. And so that was a really surprising revelation. It seemed like we were going backwards, right? I mean, you know, I, I thought things were supposed to get more, you know, in towards apps yeah. and, and things like that instead of uh, instead of more towards the paper. There's a tactile thing, though. There is a tactile thing, yeah. And so, uh, and so, in any case, um, I started to sell my curriculum um, all around the world. As a matter of fact, they were talking chess movies. The Queen of Kotway is about this uh, young girl from the slums of Uganda who learns how to play chess. Well, when that became a movie, they signed the deal with Disney. And one of the first things they did, they they said, hey, um, you know, we got a little ch- chunk of change from Disney, and we want to have some professional curriculum. And so, so they bought my curriculum. Um, and so it's nice that my curriculum is now in Uganda. Wow. Um, and uh, and uh, it's being used over there. So that's really cool for me that, that uh, all those guys are doing. I see photos of the kids uh, in the slums there playing chess and using my curriculum, and, and that's a nice surprise. But um, but I want to expand it even more, and so we have a Kickstarter uh, that we launched just recently in uh, in September 2017, and so we are asking people to to pledge and uh, do a pre-order on that. It's a crowdfunding thing, so that people can jump in and and help fund us to build the curriculum even more. L- let me ask you that: who's um, 
who would benefit from this? I mean, you're a, you're a chess teacher and you're you're teaching kids firsthand in person. Um, why shouldn't anyone just go find Coach Jay or somebody like that? You, you can never replace a chess coach. A chess coaches is, is uh, the perfect thing, but having that extracurriculum at home is something that everybody needs. I mean, just like a, a baseball player is going to have their own private coach that helps them out, but they still go out to batting practice every day and they're still working on their uh, fielding grounders and things. And Coach Jay's Chess Academy is designed to to help the the students of the game, and, and it's for everybody, but it really aimed at kids with my silly sense of humor. Um, it's you know it's aimed at them and um, and to help them to build their game because chess is something that can teach kids to be great with decision making. They get logical. They're doing critical thinking skills. Kids who learn and play chess become patient and deliberate thinkers. They get determination. They have to be creative to find solutions to all these problems, and they have to be flexible. As I always tell my students, things come your way. You make a plan, and then somebody stops you, and this is just like life. There's going to be obstacles, and you have to be flexible, and you have to be ready to change your plan and go with, go in a different direction. So I, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm, I've been around you for a lot of years, so I know that you're a teacher. I've known a few chess teachers, but, I mean, is that the case? Like everywhere you go, I mean – are, are, are people going to have a choice to find one, or is this... No, there's not a lot of not a lot of chess coaches out there. I mean, it's not an everyday... I mean, people listening to this podcast right now, I mean, do you know a chess coach? Probably not. You know, most of them don't. Um, you know a plumber, yeah. You know an electrician and uh, an attorney, but you probably don't know a chess coach. So, um, so I'm hopeful that you can have a chess coach right in your own house and that's coach jay well you're you can come over anytime but oh yeah (laughs) it's uh, it's amazing and i I forget sometimes about you know this internet age that we are but um you could probably play anybody right you can play people in in uganda right now or you can you can coach people in uganda it's true i mean (laughs) a lot of kids in the united states get coaching from overseas because it's cheaper Really? Yeah. So, wow. you know, they're getting their coach from India, and it's $10 an hour, and he's a grandmaster. Wow. A, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you hear that kind of thing. And obviously Are you sure he's a grandmaster? <laughs> there could be some communication issues or things like that, but it, but, um, but it is an interesting thing, and, and a lot of young players are growing a lot as players by um, using all the resources of the Internet, watching videos and, and those kinds of things as well. And you uh, – uh, it's it's so applicable. I, I find this all the time. Is you know I played chess when I was young, and then I kind of stopped playing. Uh, but I used to when I played basketball, I would always tell everybody that you know the 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 best pass to make is not the pass to the guy to take a shot. It's the pass to the guy to pass to the guy to make the shot. Yeah, and there it's you go. To think Planning. two moves yeah, ahead, exactly. and which in chess you got to think. You got to think of what your opponent might do, and you got to think of what you're going to do, two or three moves ahead. So uh, um, sure, right? I think it's a great app. That, tell everybody once again, so just so we Coach, make sure that you Coach get support. Coach Chess Academy. Coach Jay's Chess Academy. I'm going to do the Kickstarter. So where do I go? So yeah, if you just go to, go to Kickstarter.com and search Coach Jay, you can even search Chess if you forget that, um, and you'll find it right there. And and um, we. We, uh, we started September 12th, so um, 35 days from there. It'll take you 
to uh, to mid October of 2017, and and um, and then after that, they can just go straight to the website, CoachJaysChessAcademy.com. Cool. And uh, can people follow you on Twitter or Facebook or any of those things nowadays? I'm sure they can. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, probably I, go to your website, right? Yeah, that's the, that's the best. it'll tell you the, my Twitter name and the stuff like that. I forget what it is, but uh, <laughs> cool. Not as high tech as uh, as all these young whippersnappers out there. Yeah. You know. Okay, Jay Stallings. Thank you for being with us. We're at the end of the end of the episode, and Great to uh, be here, Jerry. please come back after you. We're going to get your goal there for the Kickstarter, and then come back and tell us uh, how it's going because there's. Uh, I think it's a great thing. And uh, Mario Soto, thank you for being with us. Thank you once again, Jerry. And uh, we will join you again next week. So for the incredible Jay Stallings. <laughs> The great Mario Soto. I'm the mediocre Jerry McCarty. And thank you for joining us at Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers. Cheers. Check you later. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. A subtle joke, a touch of pants. Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing them down to Ricky's down